Wow. It's amazing what every week is different. Mm. Yeah. There you go. We're, we, we're along the path of our experience with God. Maybe we've come across things that have caused us to stumble. You know? And, and we come to church and it took a bit more effort this week. <laughs> it's been a bit more difficult. And then other times we can come to church and we feel the life and sense of life of God in us. Dare I say it before we even come? <laughs> but, you know, we're a body of people who, the church, that we come, we've been called out of darkness. That's right. Into light. We come together, we're a part of a, a living organism. Every single one of us is not, there's not an insignificant person here. That every single one of us has got a part to play in this kingdom work. And first and foremost, it's about building ourselves up. Yeah. Bringing in an understanding and a life and a truth and a foundation to what we know and what we believe. Amen. Amen. So, speak to someone you haven't seen. They're just quietly go and sit by them because we're going to pray for each other briefly. Okay, we're going to speak a word of encouragement to each other. Now, don't go where you're used to, where it's comfortable. Go and see, speak to someone you haven't spoken to yet or someone you don't speak to that often. I know I'm unsettling you, but I'm, I'm doing it on purpose. Okay, so come on. Oh. Hallelujah. Okay. Just gonna spend five minutes just say hello and just pray for each other.
Praise God. <laughs> you know, you know, we as the church, we've been designed to do this, or to to take what we we get when we come together, and that's like our iron sharpening iron. That is about us coming together and getting strong and being encouraged Amen. and filling up the tanks if you want uh, and going out and releasing mm. the truth that's within us whether it be in word whether it be in action but releasing it when I turn my engine on in my car it needs a little bit of time unfortunately it's going to be cold to happen and work it and we need to be doing this because yeah. we're, we're, yeah. we're, listen, we're ministers of a new covenant. Yes. You know, whether we're doing it on a one-to-one -one basis on the streets in Asda, mm -hmm. or whether we're in a college or in a school, we're ministers of a new covenant. We're priests of the most, we're a holy nation. We know we're the church. And, and God, I was listening to some ministry today, and it was great because the church is, we, we preach this when we're talking about church, the most powerful weapon yeah. on the face of the planet today. Yeah. There's a whole tsunami of darkness waiting to drop onto the earth. Mm. Or it can't go any further. Right. It can't splash onto the earth because the Holy Spirit's in the church. Hallelujah. Amen. And the scripture says, when he's taken out of the way, then lawlessness is going to come and just flood where we are. Hopefully we won't be here then. Praise God. Hallelujah. It's going to be difficult times, but the church is here to shine the light especially in the neighbourhood areas where we are. This is our Jerusalem. And we were, we've been talking about, I've called it the true gospel. We spent some time talking about Paul last week, a.k.a. Saul, and the way he came to become the, the main writer of the New Testament, to carry the, the revelation of this gospel of grace. And bring, be, being the one who is going to bring it to the world. It's phenomenal that God took the enemy of the cross. He calls himself the chief of sinners in Timothy. <laughs> and yet God met him on the road to Damascus and changed his life. And yet over a period of 17 years... He had to go and recalibrate this Bible. And I love what he said. He says, this gospel wasn't given to me by man. I didn't learn it or was taught it. This came by a revelation from Jesus. Amen. And, and he upset a lot of people, Paul. More when I have to become a Christian, I'm sure. But 
that revelation of this gospel that we believe has got to become a, it comes to us through revelation the same way we come to a place and we wait and we're here we know something's there's something about this that settles right with me it makes sense and then however many times you come to church or however many times you speak to your friend or the time you give thinking about the scripture suddenly the change takes place and I see Tony's thinking about that and smiling and that's what we do <laughs> I think come to me I think why me? how come? I was a heathen And yet, God came and set us free. Hallelujah. Phenomenal. Amen. And this is the true gospel. Paul said to the Galatians, he said, if anyone's going to come to you and preach something different, a different kind of gospel, let him be accursed. And this will lead on to us talking about different sex cults or different ways of believing the interpretation of what the Bible's saying because that's where it gets a little bit mixed up so Jesus up until 250 300 years after the resurrection the church was going great guns it was superb it was transforming and transliterating the whole of the eastern world as we know it and then the problems came when the Romans interfered with the church and that's why when we sang tonight and we sang about Jesus said I'll build my church Jesus said I will build my church and that's the only church that's going to be validated in heaven that's the only individual who's linked in with that um, truth. We've, and I thank God, I do, I, do, I thank God that, that that truth's alive and well here. We're not perfect. Mm. You're not perfect because I'm here. Alright, you can, you can say that about yourselves if you want, but. Okay. But we're not. But what we're doing, we're striving and working forward, sensing God's love, and hopefully sharing that love in a practical way. That's right, amen. And that's what the church has been called to do. In whatever niche or cranny we're in, we're there, smiling, loving, caring. And sometimes we miss it. I thought, hey. God's the one who's doing this work. Mm. Yeah? Amen. Believing isn't enough. So, we need to appreciate this gospel. Appreciate it with the heart and recognise, first and foremost, it cost Jesus his life. And he was happy to do it. Incredible for the joy set before him. He went to the cross, it says in Isaiah 53. 
He poured out his life and his, as a soul, as a offering, because of the fruit that is looking in here and we're seeing right. today. So, we've been born again, we're connected with God. But there's a lot of people who believe in God who are a million miles away from Him. There are a lot of people who believe in God and they're a whole different God. There's a, a group of people who call Jesus with a little God, a little G. Mm. Is it God is a little G? Well, if there isn't a God that's been taken on the road through Jesus' path to the Father, there is no way to the Father except for me. If there isn't any other way than that, then any other God is a demon. A false God is a demon. It's an evil spirit. It's as simple as that. And Satan wants to be worshipped. And he'll cloak himself in anything and let you call him anything as long as he can get some worship and praise and some following from you. He's not bothered about your offering. He's not bothered about how bad you are, how ill you are, or upset you are. He's probably the one who's causing all that calamity. Jesus is the only way to the Father. The only true gospel is worked through him. He's the key, he's the doorway, he's the gateway to the truth per se. And his church, the one that he builds, is the one that's going to stand forever. Thank you for that, sister. Hallelujah. People say, I've been in prayer meetings where people say, well, you never know what God's going to do. God can do anything he wants to. God works in mysterious ways, sister. He works beyond our understanding. Well, that's not true. None of them statements are true. Because Oh, well. Let me read this scripture from 1 Corinthians. It's 1 Corinthians 2, verse 9. Alright, then. Tell me this. Okay. I, but as it is written, I has not seen, nor ear heard, nor has it entered into the heart of man the things which God hath prepared for him or prepared for those who love him it hasn't entered in yeah well in that if that was where that scripture finished them, them statements would be true because it hasn't entered in it hasn't been brought out what's the next verse please that but God has revealed them to us 
through his spirit Amen. for the spirit searches all the things of the deep things of God there is a purpose and a plan and a process which God works through to bring his truth and putting it on this planet he can't just do what he pleases he can't just turn up and change the whole mechanism of a, um, the words he's previously said it has to go in an order and a plan so believing isn't enough James 2.19 says you believe that there's one God even the demons believe and shudder them same demons are being worshipped by men <coughs> millions of men calling him all sorts of different names Buddha and Allah mm. and Confucius and a whole million of other Sikh gods and etc etc so believing doesn't buy it being good doesn't buy it you know that I just happen to be a blood relative. What brings you in your family? Well, we're brothers, we're blood brothers. Well, in my supernatural family, I'm a blood brother too. I'm a marked man, I've been washed in the blood. Amen. You're my sister, you're washed in the blood. Yeah. We are a blood family. A natural family and a supernatural family. And that only dawned on me recently. I think, whoa! I mean, I know you guys have had it for about a, a while. It's incredible. We're, we're knitted together by the blood of Jesus. What an incredible truth that is. And this is what it says in Romans. This is how we come to get this. Uh, this incredible salvation it says in Romans 10 I'm reading from the Amplified Version hold back alright then for if you acknowledge and confess with your lips that Jesus is Lord and in your heart believe brackets adhere to trust in and rely on the truth that God raised him from the dead you will be saved That's talking about being born again. New creations. Hallelujah. <clears throat> and that's what happens with us. God touches our heart enough to open up our understanding so we can now, by His Spirit, begin to have Him revealed to our understanding through the wisdom of God it's foolishness to those who are perishing mm. are you there I had a whole stream of people visiting me when I got born again saying <clears throat> I hear you've had a, an experience I said well yeah so serious I've met Jesus mm. and they all really was very sceptical and taking the mick a little bit and mm pulling up with me, he'll be over it in a bit, he'll get through it, you know. Well, that was 25 years ago or something. Um, the, uh, when I met John in the park, reading his Bible. <laughs> he tried to evangelise me, didn't he? He tried to love me and 
you know, yeah. I, won't, I won't open it. Um, but God's amazing for us, and we've all got these stories. Hallelujah. Our journey into salvation, you know. Now, when we get saved, I thought that we've got to work hard at it. I've got to stay close, stay under the Lord, do what I was told. So I was told to do what the law told me. And I remember saying to, to someone, it could have even been John, it's great when you're obedient. <laughs> and I wasn't trying to be disobedient. It just happened that I couldn't meet the criteria of the law. Because I was hearing a different gospel. But when I realised that this gospel of grace and truth and understood that God was the one listen the new covenant he's made a covenant a covenant takes two people yeah a covenant of two people to keep the covenant is the covenant with God and me or and God and you is the covenant that Is this new covenant that we've got a covenant between God and man? No. If I was reliant on keeping the covenant, I'd be blowing it every day. I'd be messing up because it was so difficult to keep. And we'll go into more detail in this in the next few weeks because God's made a covenant. This is incredible. With himself. Yeah. Amen. Praise God. God has made a covenant with himself for me yeah. and for you. Is God going to blow it? No. Is he going to fail? No. Does he make mistakes? No. No chance. Is my covenant secure? Yes. Is it going to come to fruition? Yes. Amen. Amen. Isn't Philippians 1 6 in the Amplified Dumper up? For I am convinced and sure of this very thing that he who began a good work in you will continue unto the day of Jesus Christ, right up to the time of his return, developing that good work and perfecting and bringing it to full completion in you. Receive that. You cannot fail. God swore by himself. <laughs> Take that home with you today. God's made a covenant again. I'm looking at the time, the time again. In the old times there was a covenant, there was a blood covenant. And people used to cut their hands and there was a mix of blood. And there was a covenant, and that was a promise. What? You've got my promise now. Mm. But what happened was, when the covenants were broken, mm. <laughs> they used to chain the person up mm. who kept the covenant. And if this covenant caused this person to die, you'd drag this dead person around again. Mm. Think about it. You broke the covenant, and this person. Failed and died. 
You drag this person around with you. It's a bit of a it's a bit of a weight that is walking around with you, you know. <clears throat> Think about it. I mean it's extreme, but this is the way it works. But we have a covenant now that's been initiated by God and signed by God. The Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and end, it's absolutely secure. Nothing can take you away from this truth, from this covenant. It can't be rubbed. We're absolutely secure. Dave, there's nothing in all creation can separate you Romans 8.28 from the love of Christ nothing Amen. I'm going to get that script go look at the Amplified uh, Lewis Romans 8.28 29 and 30 Pardon? it's one of my five passages is it? Yeah. praise God it's a fantastic yeah. anchor to know as well because you know sometimes when all hell breaks loose you don't know what you're doing you need an anchor to hold on to, yeah. you know. Is it up there, Lou? Romans 8, yeah. 28 and 29, Amplified Version, yeah? And 30, yeah? Wow. Okay. It's okay. Yeah, the angels. <laughs> <laughs> And know, and know that God being a part of our labour all things work together and are fitting into a plan for good to and for those who love God and are called according to his design and purpose yeah. next verse for those whom he foreknew of whom he was aware and loved beforehand he also destined from the beginning for ordaining them to be moulded into the image of his son and share inwardly his likeness and share inwardly his likeness that he might become the firstborn of many brethren next verse and those he thus foreordained he also called and those he called he also justified acquitted made righteous putting them into right standing with himself that's me and those whom he justified he also glorified raising them to a heavenly dignity and a conditional state of being now we can have a confidence on us amen that's why we say when people I'm alright under the circumstances well there's the circumstances we need to be under not the circumstances in the world the circumstances that God's filled us with and that we have a knowledge of that we can walk in confidently the righteous are as bold as a lion not a pain in the neck boldness but a confident smile happy joyful want to help you kind of boldness do you know what I mean and that's what God's called us to and called us for And it's from that position that we share our faith wherever we go and whatever we do. We haven't got to be 
expressing about what someone said sounds interesting or good. We, we do need to be settled in what we know about the truth. We do need to have some fundamental foundational truth about what we know about God, mm-hmm. about Christ, about heaven, or about how. But essentially, it's about who we are from a father, son, father, daughter situation. That we're family. That's right. We're blood connected. Hallelujah. He's not Jehovah. He's not. Allah, he's not, he's daddy, Hallelujah. father. Hallelujah. And we can re- relax in that. And if we haven't got an answer to some people, does it matter? Just smile and just say, well, if you really want to know, I'll come back and speak to you in a bit. And get some answers from somebody else and speak to you about the same message. God is amazing. Can't so quick again. Yeah. We'll get we'll get there soon. We'll get there. <laughs> Church, we're blessed. Hallelujah. Amen. Take what we've got and take it into where we're going. Confidently. No fear. That's Assurance right. of who we are, who he is, the covenant that God initiated has been signed and completed and finalised. From God to God. Amazing. Read Genesis 15. It's a great place to start. Where there's pictures of the gospel throughout. We're going to talk about this. Okay. Anyone get anything? Yeah. Amen. You're the church. We're God's special people. Let's shine the light in everywhere we go. Love it. Right. Mm. Amen. Yeah. Is there anyone here who does want prayer for anything? Listen, it's okay to have symptoms and need in prayer. It's okay. It's not matter any less a person or any more a person. Just you just come if you need it, come and get it, you know. That's right. Okay. If not, hallelujah. Praise God. I remember when we were in Africa, 